0: I've got say. stuff to Your say. Your tweets were amazing. I've got
1: stuff to say about people's hair, about the things it's a people big hair night. about uh the words that came out of people's mouths. <laughs> I have things to say about pants most importantly, a few small things to say about movies but um eh, who cares? Yeah, uh,
2: no. they're sort of the last priority.
1: This is the Stan band episode of Corporate Lunch, episode 81 of Uh, your favorite local customer service fashion podcast. This is the final sale episode, end of season. They're taking the lights off the trees in Zuccotti Park, finally. Everything must go. The holidays are behind us. Um, Valentine's Day is approaching. Hold your lovers tight. I'm Brad Pitt here with um, Timothy Chalamet and Wayne Diamond in the podcast studio today. Uh, This is the celebrity style 2020 post-Oscars-ish recap, but not really because... We're not like the ringer or something. There's
2: it was really weird how that guy that do that. How that guy came out in the middle and then recapped the ceremony, but it was like yeah. halfway through, and he's like, "I'm going to recap the
1: ceremony with a rap."
0: That guy, that was a break. Was that Eminem's th- performance? <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> Sam has
1: got good jokes today. That guy is uh, that sucked, but that guy's funny. He's in that movie who was it? on that was on Amazon about the woman who wants to run a marathon. Okay. I don't know his name, um, but yeah, Eminem. That was m- just mystifying. Speaking of celebrity style, um, I don't think he's been it wearing was the mystifying. Same hat for twenty five years.
2: Everyone talks about standing this and standing that, which is an Eminem reference. Yeah, and the it is. Oscar Rangers were like, "Oh yeah, people seem to be really into Eminem. They're always talking about that song."
1: I thought you said the Oscar Rangers, yeah. like for park <laughs> rangers. Yeah, um, the
2: Beverly Hills Cops. <clears throat>
1: So uh yeah, with in the midst of w- award season, is it also gala season? It's fashion week. All the seasons converge. Mm-hmm. We had the Grammys, the Super Bowl, the Oscars, the It's because the there Puppy are no Bowl. seasons, it's
2: all one season because of global warming. Everything mm-hmm. has
1: been collapsed into one big thing. That's true. That's um yeah, we're all part of one circle now. That's a different episode. Um Oscars I, the theme of the night was just rumpled, just messed up hair, semi ill fitting pants, black shirts. Uh, I didn't appreciate the black shirts. Yeah, drink heavy drinking. Bong Joon Ho is still drinking somewhere. That yeah. guy, and he kept
2: at the end of every he award, it. he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get drunk now," and then he'd win another He's award. Like, and God was damn it! <laughs> it. <He's
0: laughs> like, to go back up there, drink a lot. <laughs> um, Absolute legend.
2: Total legend. He yeah. looked really a great. great. He's great style. I
1: really don't like. He did look great, but I am gonna say I really don't like black shirts at all. I, the idea of a black shirt just period freaks me out. I don't even like black t-shirts to be honest. But Bong Joon-ho wore black. Pacino wore black. black. Harvey Keitel wore black. Tony Hawk. Wore Tony, black. Black. Tony Hawk wore black. Matt Lynch said he saw Harvey Keitel at the gym that morning doing a little you leg a little leg day. Yeah, nice. He did look good. Yeah.
2: Um, bursting out of the little pants,
0: Rachel. You're you're the only one uh, here who's been to the. Have you been to the actual Oscars or just the Vanity Fair party? Just the party. What's the vibe? I know Donald Trump says it's the worst party in Hollywood now. It's or actually whatever, the best
2: party in Hollywood because what happens like during the ceremony when I worked at Vanity Fair, like uh, there's like a dinner for like friends of Graydon, the mm-hmm. FOGs, and but
1: that meaning FOGs non. Invited to the ceremony, FOGs. You
2: could. There are people who go to the ceremony, but they're like, I don't want to go to the ceremony. So it's like Jerry yeah. Hall, Barry Diller, Diamond, von Furstenberg, Fran Lebowitz, mm-hmm. like the kind, mm-hmm. like Tom Ford always goes, like his his kind of good friends. I think kind of similar people now go to it, um, although perhaps skewing slightly younger.
1: When was the Tom Ford runway show? Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Did you, did that overlap with Oscars? Is he that? Does he have that kind of wattage as a designer yeah. that he? his show became part of Oscars weekend. I yeah. didn't think of that until now. That
0: must've been why he,
1: that was it why there, he did right? it because
2: yeah. he was like, no one Everyone's famous comes town. to New York fashion week already. And now it's going to overlap with New York fashion week. Cause they moved the Oscars up. So how he, was his front
1: row? Was it, it was stacked? Yeah. yeah. Who won it? Did you, do well, you remember?
2: I would say the dubious honor goes to John Hamm yeah. in a silver. Whoa. Was he
1: showing
0: his dong? <laughs> <laughs> He why is like, it dubious? Like,
2: uh, he, he looked like a piece of aluminum foil when yeah. he had a turtle. He looked like
0: on. Kanye West in the uh, in the opera holding the glass of champagne. Yeah, he did. Just <laughs> covered in silver paint.
1: I like silver suits. We got into this the other day because uh, uh, GQ homie Cam Wolf is uh, to be wed soon. He'll be a, a, a little bride soon, and he wanted. He found a. Uh, he was looking at a Tom Ford, a silver Tom Ford suit. Yeah. And I fully believed he could do it. At least oh, the jacket. can do it. The jacket, mm-hmm. can totally the jacket with it. black pants. Yeah. Because they have kind of a, a glam thing about their couplehood, don't Very they? Very chic. Right. Yeah. Really yeah. glamorous. I think he backed away from it, but um, just really briefly wanted to say, I think silver suits are, are cool. Are they? I think it I was something really
0: was flashy. Turtleneck. It and, was the turtleneck. And it was in, you know, the, the, the photo call was in this sort of like white box zone. So there was a lot of light reflecting off the suit and it looked oh. extra, extra mega shiny.
2: And it was tailored in that that horrible yeah. sort of Superman style that we'll get to maybe later in the episode. A
1: little bit, a little bold for John Hamm, maybe. Like maybe there's another guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's kind it's of more also, of like a I'll do respect to Don a, Draper, but... In the,
2: in the New York Times, like, review of the show... The reporter was like, "Why are you here?" And he's like, "Tom Ford is all about the details." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: that. That's just like, uh, yeah, have have something ready. Ha, be ready to say something about Tom Ford, and then just blurting it out as the answer to the wrong question. Right. Hey, so John Hamm, what do you think? Who's gonna win the Oscar? Uh, Tom Ford <laughs> is all about the details. <laughs> <laughs> what? What?
2: Do you think he used Brad Pitt's speechwriter?
1: Brad Pitt's speech was amazing. I like choked up. It was the first speech of the night. And I was was it? Yeah. It was yeah, the first thing but, I saw. Yeah. And I was like, I also just in love. I just
2: loved how he was like, Man, it's really crazy like to think about when I was really young moving here. Like yeah. <laughs> like most people still are like moving to Hollywood. Yeah, or like yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. He's like here. No,
1: <laughs> like, it's just his life. It just was his uh life. and then his speech. I wondered this about few a few people. Obviously, he's an actor, so like memorizing lines is is what he does. Is what he's good at. Do you think he just had that whole thing memorized, like down to well, the the mannerisms? Even Joaquin Phoenix, I was like, like at the end when he did the quote from River, he sort of like took this like extra moment and sort of like composed himself and then just barely, very emotionally, got it out. And I thought, not not to take away from it at all, it just like these are actors you can't help but feel like
0: these well, performances
1: are intentional and to some extent rehearsed. And maybe it's common knowledge that they are. I'm I'm clueless. I bet between but,
0: the hours of like four and five in Hollywood, you know, the day of the Oscars, like everyone's like sort of in their respective bathroom, just looking in the mirror. mirror. Everyone who's yeah. nominated and just like reciting their speech, imagining that they've won. It's like, well,
2: I think that, well, there's, first of all, there's like a huge rumor in, in, um, a little town called Hollywood that Brad Pitt may have been using a speechwriter for this campaign. Yeah. Sort of I leading up. You mean
1: throughout the campaign? Yeah, like because during, all of his yeah.
2: speeches have been so good. Well, and the uh, New York magazine like reached out to a few like Hollywood sort of speech writing. Yeah uh organizations and some of them were like we can't comment because of non-disclosure agreements but like a lot of people use our services <laughs> i'm not even but mad I don't know. at it i like I, I guess i'm like i'm not mad at it either but i think brad pitt the way that i think of brad pitt's coolness is like maybe he's like yeah, like I'll take that into consideration. Like, you yeah. know, like maybe someone like wrote him a speech, and he's like, "Some of this is okay." Yeah, but yeah, like totally. But like, you we know, don't... some of it, like some of the things he said, like didn't make sense. Like the thing where he was like, "Oh, Leo, like I would have shared the raft." Like everyone's like, "That's so cute," but I didn't. Maybe I'm missing something.
0: I didn't. He really said, "I'll ride on your." Is that, that a Titanic he, reference? He yeah. said, "I'll." Was it really? Yeah, I heard him
1: say, "I'll ride on your coattails any day, buddy." And then, the I thought he said great. the view's great. And I
2: was like he saying Leo has
1: a great <laughs> yeah, That's what I thought. I was like that's tight. And then I was like also Leo's always with be- beautiful women so that's like a double uh yeah. great view on in more you know whatever your view you're appreciating. And then what did he say about he said a raft thing after that?
2: No, no, this was a couple awards ago. Oh. He looked at Leo and he was like, "Oh, like you're a great co-star, but I would have shared the raft." And I was like, "Well, wait. Like you, it sounds like you're blaming Leonardo DiCaprio for not sharing the raft when, in fact, as we all know, it was Kate Winslet yeah. as Rose DeWitt Bukater who didn't share the door. It wasn't a raft, and I feel like that's just too much of an off the cuff. Brad mistake, Pitt's never
1: like. probably never seen the Titanic. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> no, he definitely hasn't.
0: Titanic? It's not called the Titanic. <laughs> it's is called it? Titanic. All right, yeah. I would share the city bike with you, Leo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I saw. I saw Brad was. It's was really funny. Sam. I saw Brad was vaping on the red carpet.
1: I thought. He I didn't love the way he had his hair styled, but I just thought he's kind of working on something. It was a little flat.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, like it had too much product in the ends. Yeah, it didn't
1: look evenly done, which is a very rare. It wasn't quite a miss, but like a. I mean, he's the hair god, but he wore a black velvet shawl lapel tux. Which I I thought if I if I were ever invited to the Oscars I would yeah. go I would go velvet shawl lapel tux. Yeah, and like he a big so good. And a big droopy bow tie. Like the bow tie has yeah. to like he's able to do that like stuff brioni and he bow. doesn't
2: look like hefnery. Yeah. You know, like That's most right. dudes who are doing the velvet tuxedo jacket, which is like so overdone now, it looks like lounge lizard y and he just looks great.
1: Um and that was all brioni that he was wearing? Yeah. Were there a lot was there wasn't a lot of velvet last night, was there? Mm mm. Except
0: Pacino, Pacino.
1: What was he wearing? It was all embroidered. Wait, there stuff. was something Armani. really it funny oh, in the
2: Armani right. press release about what he was wearing. It was like, let me see if I can pull it up. I
1: I was pretty, I was a medium disappointed last night that we didn't get like Pacino or I guess Pesci wasn't there. But that would have been incredible. We did. We didn't get a Pacino speech and we didn't get a Tarantino speech. There's yeah. like just some people you just. They should almost just be like, well, we're gonna let Tarantino give his speech now, even though he didn't mm. win anything. So, I just wanna hear it. Tarantino was what,
0: wearing Gucci. Was
1: he? Yeah, I didn't, yeah he was. I, didn't, I only saw him sitting, he never stood up. I didn't see the red coat.
2: Al Pacino wore a Giorgio Armani black two button shawl collar evening jacket, trimmed in velvet, along with black velvet evening trousers, a black silk shirt, and a bow tie. The jacket features a fancy ottoman satin blend. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> when have you ever heard of that? Before? Fancy
1: is such a great word to yeah. use like yeah. <laughs> in a in a uh, you know.
2: Like Giorgio is like it is a fancy. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like that's your technical <laughs> description of this like probably exquisite satin <laughs> fabric that absolutely, you know, warrants the phrase,
0: but should we talk about the um the fit that everyone was mad about on the red the carpet? The fit you love Mine. to hate. Yeah. Uh, that me, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. I wore. Um, that you wore. Yeah. So, I
2: Timothy, wore. like, what were you thinking? He wore, like, a
1: Prada spacesuit. Like, a traction. It track was from suit. the re
2: nylon thing. So, it's, like, recycled Prada mm. nylon with, with a Cartier brooch. Yeah. The
1: Cartier brooch was tight. Brooches were The whole were big. thing was tight. I know.
2: I was just I don't just know what about. is wrong with people. Like, that was, like, so dope. And his hair looked cool. I
1: felt confused by the outfit. I just felt like it was some hybridized, um, suit thing that I didn't understand and I was just my old brain couldn't compute. I was but, like what is this? I think he, he was sending the, a message to Frank Ocean. When he wore the hider did a
2: similar
0: move at the
1: yeah. Met Gala.
2: He definitely someone oh, but really Frank
1: wore Frank uh anorak Frank wore recognizable garments. I was mm-hmm. kept looking at Timothy's jacket and feeling like I don't understand what I'm looking at.
2: I wish it had a different collar maybe. Yes. Okay.
1: And I didn't, the pants looked like kind of track pants. Was there a cuff at the bottom of the pants? There was a cuff. There was like a little zip. And there was a grow
2: grain on the sleeve and down the side of the trousers.
1: And not to just keep bragging, but I didn't love the way they did his hair. But this is all couched in the fact that he is like the best looking kid in entertainment, period. He should absolutely, and he's out a lot. So he should have like a moment where he does his hair. Has he done that slick? I hair thought that thing was really before.
0: cool. I liked that. That was like a between him and Brad and, really and Brad's sort of slick back moves. Yeah, I know they that they were they had. weren't perfect, but I was into it. Into the formal hair. Of, you thing. do kind
2: of like wish sometimes that you know, like River Phoenix would just like wear the tuxedo. You yeah, know what I exactly. mean, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he would wear like his cool like Sam Hines style round glasses.
1: Yeah, like this. Like, yeah, there's an amount of. Uh, it's not about not overthinking it it's about the right amount of consideration and not working too hard to to do something different at which point you're you know it's the same problem as working too hard to well to do anything but uh, i do
2: think it's really important that like timothy chalamet like doesn't use a stylist like i like that his mistakes are his own mistakes
1: are we saying that he's not using a stylist we don't know
2: He's apparently someone obviously pulls clothes for him yeah. but he's not using a stylist.
0: Apparently well, on um in Little Women the costume designer let him style himself. She just gave him like she. because he's the, like the an old-timey Oscar. He's
1: like an old-timey boy. He's like from the Victorian era so they <laughs> were like, "Well, you I think you can just do your thing."
0: I think she told Harper's Bazaar that uh something something along the lines of, you know, Timothy has the best like innate personal style of anyone I've ever met. Oh, really?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know if well, I mean, he's pretty good.
0: I was wondering, like, is that is that actually, like, a unique thing to him? Or does any, like, 22-year-old in Hollywood who grows up sort of, like, in New York, paying attention to clothes, kind of have, like, just a much better opinion on what they want to wear than, like, the average, like, 40-year-old Hollywood actor? It's
1: funny. There weren't... Re- who What other young male actors were even there last night, for instance? All old Skippy guys. Skippy
2: Sanchez, Buster McDonald.
1: <laughs> 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 I... Uh, yeah, I'm glad he did it, but it wasn't my favorite part of the night. Ro- the opposite was my favorite, which was Roger Deakins, the cinematographer, uh, the very famous cinematographer, old guy with wild white hair, tall kind of lanky dude who wore like this beat down tux. It looked like it had been in the washing machine a few times. Like he's <laughs> a guy who's going to like throw his yeah. tux in the wash after last night.
0: Um, Sorry, just going back to, to Timothy for a sec. What um, The only thing that I was disappointed by is that he didn't end up wearing at least, maybe he wore this to an after party. But um, there was a photo going around on Twitter of uh, allegedly, like Timothy's back.
2: That was fashion fake and, news. That was the kid from the show. It oh, wasn't Timothy Chalamet. What do you mean? That was the model who wore the. Uh, the show.
0: Oh. What was on the back? I got well, Sam got by us all news. excited
2: <clears throat> on the group chat. It's a group chat. You're not on. Yeah. Sorry, on buddy. Group chat?
1: I can't tell Big you. Big fits chat. Yeah. But Sam. So so
0: <laughs> someone tweeted um, uh, a photo of. I guess a model wearing this this really uh, sensual sensual um, backless sort of baby pink Ludovic de Saint Sernan uh, top with with a sure. sort of like rope. Wait, what thing are
1: we saying? We're saying Timothy Chalamet was wearing well, that shirt. So or what? it was a what picture this of this
2: model it? from the back, uh-huh. and this guy who works for the face, Trey, tweeted this and was like, "This is Timothy's Oscar look," like in the middle of the afternoon.
1: Oh, it was just someone joking. The
0: hair was very similar. No,
2: he he said that it was, he was like, this is what Timothy." Chalamet is wearing. It was
0: not clear that it was a joke. And it also wasn't clear that it wasn't Timothy Chalamet. It looked like it very well could be. But that Um, seems like
1: just like a fan saying, like throwing something wild out there and like a hopeful. He he
2: implied that this was a photo of Timothy Chalamet. Because a lot of people were responding and they were like, this is really weird. Like, what are you talking about? I can't find this photo anywhere.
1: That um, person was wrong.
0: So that was too bad. I also, Timmy got a new watch and he tweeted, this is like his first tweet in ages, so you know he's excited about it. He tweeted, all caps, rose gold presidential on my bony wrist. Two smiley faces. Ugh.
2: I don't think of his wrists as bony. I think of them as delicate. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: also
1: I don't I want know. to hear Timothy Chalamet like bragging about his new watch. Sorry. He you could've... would have to follow him. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I just heard it for the first time. Um, I do not stand. I ban, except for the brooch that that was. Uh, I do. I a do nice wish that moment.
0: It does. It, it does sort of make me sad that um, most people react to um, celebrity fits through the stand ban paradigm. I wish we yeah, could. Yeah, I think it's really. Yeah, weird. Nice I wish the discourse was more, more, I more mean, thoughtful. He,
2: the thing is, like, he's so young. He's like so incredibly young. And when you think about what you wanted to wear when you were that age, like Sam Hine yesterday you like kind of want to like go, you have like and you can wear whatever you want basically yeah. you know so you might do some things that are a little over the top and then maybe next year he'll wear, wear like a really normal cool
1: tuxedo yeah and he's also done that before yeah so um what were people saying about it they were really disappointed
0: a lot of people they reacted. really
2: wanted timothy chalamet's oscar fit to slap.
0: A lot of people could only like relate to the fit through uh, comparing it to like a movie, which was Ford v Ferrari, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which I was yeah, like, what "Come is on, that movie? <laughs> yeah." Why Anyone's does everything have to be about that? movies? Well, it, uh, is the I the not see it. I know, but it's, like, you know, it's
2: it's not an Oscar movie. Like I liked at the
1: end of the night when um when uh, Jane Fonda was presenting the uh, nominees for Best Picture, she was like, "These are the films that." Oh, she said, these are the films that had the greatest impact on the year. And then the first one was Ford versus Ferrari. And I was like... <laughs> I think
2: a lot of people okay. saw that, though. Really? Yeah.
1: There was no Parasite. There was no Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It wasn't really any much of anything at all.
0: I think the Parasite cast is so stylish and cool. So and it's a travesty that they did Did people point this
1: out? Forgive me if I missed this part of the discourse, but Parasite cleans up not a single nomination for an actor. Yeah. That's weird, right? Really weird. Racially weird maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I that movie is amazing and like the performances are amazing. I didn't I don't I couldn't tell you who should have been nominated for what, but well, it just Well definitely seems the daughter. Weird. At, yeah.
2: the, at the very least. Way better than Judy Garland and in- or what's her Renee Zellweger and Judy Gert. That was also that was all world <laughs> speech. That was, that was amazing.
1: Crazy. That was so wild. She didn't have a speech writer. No. Maybe Brad Pitt no, wrote it her was speech. Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me Elton John. Ugh. <laughs> I do not stand. Wow. I know. It's a super unpopular opinion, but um Yeah, it was funny to have Randy Newman and Elton John
2: yeah, and Randy Newman was just kind of like...
1: I saw something that was like, Randy Newman has been nominated like 13 times and never won. He's like the most nominated never won person in Oscars Well, Oscar if you so
2: write true. the same song over and over again, <laughs> like,
1: that's smart. Is Randy Newman controversial or problematic? Will I get no, canceled if I say no, I like people, Randy Newman? I love like, Randy Newman.
2: I like him.
1: Maybe yeah, he shouldn't he's... have done so much Toy Story. Yeah. Cause now you can't listen to Randy Newman without like of getting a Woody joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a of Woody. "I
2: Love L.A." Um, one of the just like one of the top five songs of all time.
1: Yeah, Elton I, John, what sneakers was he wearing? P- two different. Were, they were he wore two different colored sneakers, which I'm assuming are a pair of some like, you know,
2: were they the Kiko Asics?
1: They they had that look, but I don't think so. They weren't recognizably any Kiko colorway. In my as far as I could tell.
2: Jurgen Teller texted him and was like, yo, man. <laughs> <he wants laughs> some
1: sneakers? His sunglasses are cool. I guess that's like his signature thing. But I don't know. You have Elton John doing a tribute to Elton John f- for the Elton John movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird, isn't it?
2: It was really weird. Yeah. It was sort of like how Billie Eilish was wearing a real version of her fake
1: show. Oh, that was a nice observation you had, I thought, which is like Billie Eilish came up. Doing, making one sort of comment about designer fashion and then quickly pivoted to another sort of comment about designer fashion. (laughs)
2: Right. A lot of people, the funny thing was that a lot of people responded to that and were like, hell yeah, like what a glow up, we stand.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: really, I really, you know, I really enjoyed watching the Oscars, but I'm extremely worried about people's relationship to celebrity.
1: I saw this morning on my neighborhood Instagram account, Green Pointers, that someone had hung a banner, like the type of banner you would hang for like a baby shower or a, a Retirement graduation party. party yeah. And it said, We Heart Adam Driver, like Oscars 2020 or something, like hanging over someone's doorway to like their brownstone. And I just yes. thought, this is, well, I mean, I posted, this is psycho. Like, what are you doing? Are you, Adam Driver's like... Driver. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is your relationship to Adam Driver? And also, like, do you really want to be the person that announces to your whole neighborhood that, like, Adam Driver in Marriage Story is extremely your shit? Like, that seems like... Horrible. Even if it was, like, a We Heart Timothy Chalamet, I think I would have been a little more, like... that's just he's that's a different kind of statement. But anyway, go on about the relationship. Well, I just relationship like relationship to celebrity. When
2: when everyone was like screaming about Brad Pitt and uh, Jennifer Aniston like touching hands, I missed it. Was she at the sh- at last was, night? This was this a was a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Oh. I really oh, yeah. concerned me. I was just like, are you guys okay? Like especially because they have a they have a pretty. They're pretty public, actually, for celebrities. Like, she gave this incredible interview to Vanity Fair, like, 10 or 15 years ago, right after their divorce, where she just, like, spilled her guts Mm -hmm. about, like, what went wrong in this marriage and, like, what she wanted out of life. And now we've, like, so reduced ourselves to, like celebrity access and sort of like understanding what these like you know people are thinking about that we're like oh we're gonna spend three days looking at pictures of these people touching hands from different (laughs) angles it was like so it was really disconcerting the idea
1: was people conspiring about that whether or not they're having an affair or Or like
2: what they were thinking like why were they touching hands like what does it mean that they were touching hands like I don't know. There's just, a lot of,
0: like, people projecting their hopes that yeah. they'll get back together. Right. And I'm then, not sure why people want that.
2: And then, like, I don't know, just the whole, like, the way that people, like, create these weird narratives around, like, celebrities and politicians, like, trying to figure out what they're thinking is just, it really freaks me out. I think it's because we don't, like, get any access to these people anymore. Like, we yeah. don't actually know what they're thinking. But, like, when when Nancy Pelosi like ripped the paper up, yeah. like I went on Instagram and like that morning and the first thing I saw was someone like posted a photo and said, this is immediately canon. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, is it
2: this is so weird? Like, I don't know, this attachment to like creating ideas instead of like trying to figure out facts is is really strange. Yeah. Especially because it's like celebrities so, so it's kind of like, who who cares?
1: They're not They're not actually the most interesting people in the world. <laughs> like, right, despite- but also,
2: like, for example, like, Brad Pitt gave us this, like... Has given GQ, like, multiple, like, beautiful, like... Two
1: in the last few years. Very open
2: yeah. interviews. Like, why wouldn't you just read those to try and understand this person rather than, you know? I don't know. Seems weird to me. I'm just worried about people. Was there... Speaking the of...
1: Um- being worried about celebrities did yeah. uh were there v- more vf after party picks last night i feel like i wanted to see more i saw kanye wore a dunhill uh leather i got the email alert like a weird leather wrap blazer mm. Um it was kind of like very vintage kanye but i wanted do, doesn't that party get a bunch of other celebrities and second fits less formal fits from people yeah no was yeah, not, generally not that does. much of a thing
2: oh wow i'm just seeing his john hill thing that's interesting um, does it get a lot of second fits? Yeah. It's like people wear what they actually want to wear to the after parties and people will actually like change between each of the parties. I remember that Jennifer Lawrence used to change in the bathroom. <laughs> she would like come in and take off her Ralph Simmons dress yeah. and then come out in like some kind of sort of trashy and very cool. Tom Ford walk around for 35 minutes with her parents go back into the bathroom (laughs) and change into something else.
0: Look, Kanye's back on the suede boot thing.
1: Yeah, he seems to be reverting to like a, a, I don't know, whenever he was like sort of out in more fashion and slimmer Mm -hmm. clothes and Mm -hmm. more of like leather and suede and he had like a lot of gold chains on. I mean, the real thing to be concerned about regarding celebrities is um, the way their pants fit. I mean, there's obviously the a lot of psychological. Um, Sam has a who's that in that picture? Sam is worried okay. about the the yeah. pants not. Sam, you explain this because you brought this breaking up.
0: Breaking cleanly. If you look at any celebrity's pants on the red carpet, you literally cannot tell who they belong to because they all look exactly the same and they all look really bad. So these. I don't think those the, look bad. The issue is that. These guys, so the whole point of a tuxedo pant is that it's supposed to fall very cleanly. Yeah. And these guys are wearing some of, you know, the, the finest fabrics known to humanity. And I think they look terrible. They're really wrinkled and they don't break in a clean line. Well, well they're, they're overly look tailored. They're really pulled. So they're too, they're too slow. The, the, they have this sort of like carrot fit taper or something that is like reminiscent of like Top Man or something. So it looks yeah. like really, it's really tight at the ankle. And, uh, a little, you know, it's a little bit looser in the thigh, which looks okay. But the effect is that it sort of creates this like crinkling, um, Well, uh, it looks like they
2: just fell in a pool and got out of the pool. Like it's like sticking to them in weird ways and it's wrinkling and baggy. Yeah. They're too
1: slim. They should be falling more straight. I, I don't hate. I said earlier, this is the fit of Barack Obama's chinos from the other day. They're both too slim, but also somehow not the right shape. Because even if they're slim, they shouldn't have so much uh, errant wrinklage happening. Yeah,
0: they're slim, but they don't look like they f- they they look like they don't fit. A big problem
1: is, is also a really poor job on the hem. The pants should have been a little wider. You want to see like a, a cleaner crease and a and less break and a more straight draping fit. Yeah, Brad Pitt had it. I don't know. He looks. It, they look okay to me. Like I well, see they what you're Brad saying. A, but they gave Brad.
0: Brad a little extra, a little extra break, so they Pitt's sort of. Got, pull he's got in really this skinny
1: way. legs. Spikes. Wow, Pacino's pants brutal.
2: Oh wow! When you look at it like this, it's just.
1: One thing I think that happens is. Yeah, oh, those are rough too.
0: Who's that? That's uh, uh, Taika Oh, you know who's. There were no bombbox pants that we were looking at. I
1: mean, it, they look kind of fine to me. I mean, it, the one thing I'm trying to call out here is that Shia's pants looked good. Those look good too. Those Who's are that? those are a
0: fuller cut Who's on that? Pedro. Oh, his pants are
1: great. Okay, it's all these skinny dudes. They 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 can't quite figure out the fit. The thing is, they tailor them on site, is my guess, and they do a quick like hem job and they and they don't properly press it, and you end up with a Soft
0: like hem crease. Ugh. Antonio Banderas. Everyone went with like a little
1: bit of a break on their on their pant. I think that every single actor. Yeah.
2: Keanu and his mom looked great though.
0: Look, Tom Hanks pants look like tuxedo pants should look. I think. Look at those. Those are nice and clean. Yeah, those look great. Those look really good. I think that these guys should be. um, Way too much shirt. Should be uh, wearing boots wearing formal boots instead of these like uh these derbies because the derbies create what if, is if you, what is with hanks the, with the wearing extra bri- with the extra break um on the derbies it looks really uh, messy i think what
1: are these slippers hanks is wearing
0: no idea those are interesting they look like they've been worn they to like those 18 w- awards don't shows, they have those gro- do they say. have
2: grosgrain ribbons on them yeah
0: as well? okay yeah. i'm sorry to
1: admit but tom hanks's bow tie and pants look phenomenal it's all about this giant best droopy, droopy bow tie, tie. Of the night. I'm not as mad about these other pants as Sam is. I, they, it is true they don't look so distinguished, but I think it fit the whole vibe of the night. Like all those same guys with those pants also had like tussled hair. No one had like a, a formal hairstyle at all. No one had their mm-hmm. hair combed. And and the pant. there was just like overall there was a um, sort of like less, more tussled kind of vibe to the whole thing. Wrinkled pant, messed up hair lace-up shoes, it, it it all kind of fell a, just a little bit on the casual side, like this kid. Who is that?
0: George McKay from 1917.
1: Like that kind of hair and hit, the way his pant is is all just a little bit like, yeah, just a guy here in a tux. Everyone, everyone did their best, and um, for some, their best just isn't good enough. Third, third, third. Uh, 13 Vibes this is the not so fast lighting round of all the things that, um, make life, make life better this week in 2020. I'll start with, uh, with some music, uh, against all logic, put out a new album last week, which is the kind of insane dance house, dance, electronic music project from Nicholas jar. So I don't know if that's how you say his name. J A R. An amazing producer. <clears throat> he produced FK Twigs' last album. And Against All Logic is his like really crazy distorted um degraded house music project. It's just like aggressive and noisy and amazing. He put out one last year two years ago that was like the albums are just called Against All Logic and it was like twenty twelve to twenty seventeen and this one's twenty seven to twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen and it goes I listened to it on the my commute this morning and I was just like banging my head on the boat you know
0: boat banging with my
1: um apple what do you call them airpods airpod 2 AirPod. AirPods. buds air, air Pros. airbud air Pros. Air Bud. I, my airbud pros in so i can just like really when it slaps it bang my head some hard some little happy chocolate labs they, d- they don't fall out
0: <sighs> Rachel figure it ears Rachel give us a vibe
2: okay I can't believe I've never done this f- as a vibe before. How can
1: you be so sure?
2: I because I I know. Okay. My Charvet slippers have changed my life.
1: Um, changed. What my co- life. What color did you get? I got gold. And they're suede, right? They always. Oh no, they're leather. They're leather. Oh yeah.
2: But they're so elegantly made, really simple, comfortable, um, co- extremely comfortable.
1: If you're padding around in the house all day in those, you don't you don't find your heels getting a little sore
2: no not at all and they come in this little pouch so like when we went to paris for the week of fashions i just took my little pouch on the plane with me and i changed into the slippers amazing yeah and then every day when i get home i take my i feel like the i feel like reynolds woodcock and phantom thread like i take my shoes off outside and i walk in and immediately put the Charvet slippers on. It makes getting up in the morning It would be easier. nice if
1: you had a few extra sets for guests. Because next time I come I visit, I would like to slip my uh, tootsies, my tootsies <laughs> into some beautiful gold Charvet slippers. I don't, uh, yeah. I, that seems like the type of thing that everyone should own. Like the, yeah. the type of aspirational thing that like everyone should own eventually. They're, you know, they're, it's not like, you don't got to run out and buy them right now. But in life, one should eventually achieve charve slipper status
2: yeah do you wear your house slippers like on the regular
1: kind of i just sort of forget and i end up barefoot most of the time but i have a really nice pair of house slippers from arts and science and i i i try to keep them on but i fall out of the habit and i end up barefoot most of the time
2: see these i like go out of my way
1: to put on they're so yeah you're like and why am like... i them? it would be crazy not to be wearing them all the time
0: mm-hmm. um my vibe is the uh, Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston. I spent a lovely wow. Saturday afternoon there this weekend. High brow. Um, so, this woman, Isabella Stewart Gardner, was a wealthy and eccentric art collector who established this museum. She well, she built this um, sort of palace in Fenway uh, at the turn of the century and filled it with her. You know, she was friends with like John Singer Sargent and um, a lot of you know contemporaries of hers and she filled this palace with all these beautiful pieces of art um both by her contemporaries and um art of antiquity um and it is so worth um spending spending like four hours there just walking around and it's you know a lot of people like it because it has this like massive garden in the in the courtyard um people like to go take instagrams and stuff there but you should just go like go spend some time in the galleries it is absolutely spectacular and um it was the site of one of the um, largest art heists, uh, unsolved art heists in unsolved. history, unsolved. Um, Damn. And they still have the uh, the empty frames where like a Vermeer was taken. I actually um, I have that. And a Vermeer. Degas. I know and where stuff it is. Like that, yeah. Really? Yeah. They're offering a ten million dollar reward. So, really? Yeah. If the
1: CIA is listening, FBI? Who investigates FBI. that? FBI. FBI. Why would the CIA? There's, Unless maybe a terrorist group. There's a,
2: There's like um. A really good memoir that i read It's has i think it's called like confessions of an art something art investigator or something mm-hmm. i don't know if you look it up i'm sure you'll find it but it's written by the guy who like led that created that department within the fbi
1: to like solve Damn. art do you crimes. think he had like a mental breakdown since he couldn't find it yeah he's he did. Gonna, he's That's why he go quit. to his grave <laughs> like the last chapter <laughs> <laughs> that would be rough man like your whole job is to find art that people stole and then you can't find it it's like you're failing yeah you know it's like writer's block that's cool the the empty frames hang there mm-hmm. so someone like someone slipped them out of the frames and rolled them up into a tube and yeah swir- i think ran they away. cut them out cut them out mm-hmm. savages
0: yeah it was very done, confusing
1: uh, stealing art i just don't get it what do you do with it
0: i think it was uh the Have story goes the
1: no yeah. yeah i mean i know with yeah the story the, the story the story with the Gardner
0: um heist goes that it was well, it was allegedly mob connected and um it might have been Whitey Bulger might have been involved. And what people think is that um the art was all shipped to the IRA in Ireland um in return for um just like a shit ton of weapons. It was like a thank you. Um Wow. So maybe it's just in some like Should we go to Ireland and Some back like down? retired IRA commanders like house he's just got like a Vermeer. His wife and, is making like cool yeah. little sweaters.
1: Three podcasters from New York, Journey to Ireland <laughs> in search of the missing Vermeer. Uh, my next vibe is is um the balaclava. And I have a few things to say about balaclavas um which I've in my life have only worn whilst snowboarding. But I've noticed the fashion balaclava happening a lot. Rachel, do you remember in Paris we had dinner one night with friends and there was a young woman there who was wearing a balaclava all night? Yeah. I think she was a designer at Essence or something. Yeah. She was very cool. Was that – it was like a fashion balaclava. Do you know what she was wearing? It must have been a designer. It was like a black – it might have been a shirt with a balaclava connected to it.
2: Yeah, her. it was a shirt with a balaclava
1: <laughs> connected. And then I noticed this morning the row – had a little runway show in new york city this morning uh friends of the pod mary kate and ashley showed their new collection to a, a very select few elite editors and um friends and did you see that several of the models were wearing wearing balaclavas in the show oh, T- yeah tight fitting black probably like a like a second a, skin a cashmere but like yeah. a very s- and then um i And then the other, the third time it happened was this weekend, I went to my favorite restaurant diner in South Williamsburg, and this incredibly stylish waitress was wearing an indoor balaclava of a very similar sort of style. And it was, it looked um, really cool. It's like a little disconcerting at first, but it's extremely cool. And then this has also made me think of those Raph Simmons for Calvin Klein knit balaclavas, Mm -hmm. those big chunky knit ones, which are sort of like collector's items that i would like to one day own one of them but i'm I'm not into the chunky knit so much as i am into the like the like very fitted i thought maybe it was like marine serre or something similar like very technical yeah, she's, fitted she's done a lot it's of sort of like it has a speed suit vibe to it like you might be in like a bobsled uh i guess you'd have a helmet a bobsled but um
2: but you might wear it underneath
1: yeah so i don't know winter's winding down it's uh you know final sale season but maybe a balaclava in my future i don't think i could just run the indoor balaclava but i back it and maybe maybe i'll go for the row you know i agree you know guys oh i know all right do another vibe
2: going to the opera you Mm,
1: you guys are extremely erudite
2: i got some opera tickets for christmas and it was awesome it was so much fun the people watching is really amazing
1: do you feel just blown away by the immense talent of the opera performers the entire time? Well, or are they sort of annoying?
2: It no, well, well actually the the um the male lead of the opera I saw which was La Traviata, he was quite mediocre I have to say. Hmm. But the the female Damn. lead <laughs> I hope was Hope he doesn't listen to the pot. <laughs> yeah. The female lead was pretty incredible.
1: Uh how were the costumes?
2: The costumes were really crazy. It was funny to see something where, like, because you can't obviously, you're not supposed to take like photographs of
1: you can't like the hold, performance hold up a phone during the opera. It's not a fucking Billy yeah. Joel concert. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: so it was funny to see something that someone created where it's like, what would just look visually appealing to the human eye with like no regard whatsoever for what it would look like on Instagram. Yeah. So it was really quite like cacophonous and like almost like upsettingly vibrant. Yeah. Um, in these like purple and blue like sherbet orange colors um, really kind of maniacal and then there are just like various uh... well the interesting thing about it was that usually like when you go to like the ballet or like Even when you go to like a museum, like the one that Sam went to, like you look at this stuff and you're like, well, this is like old stuff. And like, what was it like (laughs) in this old time? And people like no one could have sex and, you know, (laughs) like.
1: Ate rotten food.
2: Right. And if you wanted to make art, it had to be about God. But what's really cool about opera is that like all of the morals are like non-existent (laughs) and it's just like all of the all of the like most operas are about they're either like epic tales or they're kind of like society satires about like um like kind of sad men who like won't get it together and like realize that like life is just about pleasure uh, and then, like a woman dies of tuberculosis. They're really, they're really quite enjoyable. It's funny because they're just like they're not as inaccessible as you would think they would be. Yeah,
0: not as spiritually uplifting as I would have expected.
2: Well, the the technique of the singers mm-hmm. is quite spiritually uplifting.
0: Um, my vibe is GQ made a hat that oh, you yeah. can get yes. if you subscribe to our magazine. Um, a lot of people think that we are full time podcasters, but actually, we spend most of our time at work making a magazine
2: print media
0: print uh as we say is not dead um and a lot of people have asked okay well what if i already subscribe if you already subscribe um we love you thank you you can subscribe for your parents for your significant other for your little brother for your cousin Mm -hmm. for your pet Mm -hmm. um if you don't have any friends or family to subscribe to or to subscribe uh, for, we're gonna have exclusive merch for you soon. Wow, so, um, so I can't
1: believe Sam just said that.
0: Hold out, um, there will be hats, there will be teas. Or just subscribe a,
1: subscribe a neighbor and then check the mail every day and steal the hat when it arrives. That's
0: so smart. That's
1: what I would do. That's really yeah. smart. That's um, what I would do too. How are you guys on vibes? Are we winding down or do you wanna do one more round? I want to call out one real quick. I'll do one really quick one, which is The Outsider on HBO, um, a show written by uh, Stephen King or based on a Stephen King book. It's pretty good, pretty spooky, a little monster sort of crime story with a really good uh, kind of uh, hapless detective type guy. But Cynthia Erivo is in it, and she is really good. And she was one of the few... Extremely talented performance in the Oscars last night, and I didn't actually know she could do all that. She's nominated for Harriet, which I didn't see. The outsider's pretty good, a little scary. So Sam, I don't know. Don't watch it before bed. Thanks. You might have a nightmare. Well, folks, that's the end of episode eighty-one. Listen, listen. uh, We appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and write a review and tell a friend. Uh, DM Sam Hine your favorite celebrity fit pics from favorite from uh let's do from 2020 so far have we done that in a while best fits of the year so far I don't know maybe we should um maybe we should start something like that uh uh to all you poets out there we'll be back with another some sort of uh other writing contest and
2: don't forget to submit your fan art
1: oh fan art that's what we're looking for uh
0: all right later bye